So, what did you do before the podcast? Uh, I currently work in uh, a retail sales position. That's the voice of Jonathan Rodriguez, the host of So About Yesterday, and the host of the new show that you're listening to right now, 9 to 5. Wow, so it's like you're at the other end of the table. How's it going, Jonathan? Feels good. Feels thank, good, man. Thank you so much for joining us on your very own oh. show. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in right now, welcome to 9 to 5. My name is Chance Blair. You can hear our podcast, So About Yesterday, that comes out every Thursday. Right now, we're on a little bit of a hiatus, but we will be back very shortly. But until we get back, I want you guys to get to know... Uh, not just Jonathan, but we want you to get to know other people who are trying to get that money, trying to, you know, make ends meet and, you know, trying to trying to trying to survive in everyday America. So today we're going to go ahead and discover and learn about Jonathan's story. So without further ado, Jonathan, What's that's on? For, for the viewers and listeners out there, I like to just do the setup and get a little background of what was your childhood like growing up? Um, it was a little bit different than most. Um, I would say I was, or maybe same as a lot of people, um, raised by my mother mostly, um, didn't really have a home, went from different projects to different family houses. My father was incarcerated most of my life. So, yeah. And when he was incarcerated, did you really have anyone to look up to since your father was incarcerated was there any role models that you had at all to kind of put you on the right path um not really to be honest not a lot of people around me were to me I I saw people who who were making fast money those were like some of my role models like friends of family who was driving a Porsche or my uncle who was driving a Porsche and a Range Rover and had all these girls and stuff like that like that was like like big to me so when you think of success growing up in your eyes you feel like that if you've made it just to make sure it's i'm saying this right um that success was just based off the cars and everything you know all the tangible items all the material things i was raised to see that that way like you got to understand in, in the life and the environment that i was in like materialistic things show like how much you got and being Hispanic and being in that culture and everything like that that's how much you have is who you are you get what I'm saying it makes you seem like you're more of an important person well that's how I perceived it right you know what I mean so I mean when it comes to the world that you were grown up and taught to perceive what were some things that you were Taught at a younger age, or kind of told at a younger, like growing up, were you ever told that you can only reach this certain amount of potential, that you'll only be good enough to be a drug dealer, or maybe it was told to me that that's where I would just be, but it was more like it wasn't told to me that I wasn't going to be that. That is the difference. You get what I'm saying? Most people like yo, you could be whatever you want to be. Nobody said that. They didn't tell me I can be whatever I want to be. This. Pretty much figure out on your own. 
So with the millions of kids out there and individuals that are brought up in a system that I would say, you know, that's kind of built to make them fail, what made you say, no, I'm not going to allow the system to dictate my life? Because you have no control of where you are born, but do you believe that people do have control of where they could be in life, or you think... Oh, definitely, definitely, because I could have been... I could have been worse. Like I could have had no drive. I could go for the quick money, the fast money, because I know what the, what it's like. I've seen the people around me, how quickly the money comes, what they can have, everything that they do with it. You know what I mean? I've seen somebody, like I said, the cars, the clothes, the lifestyle, um, being able to go away anytime you want. That's great. Um, but I wanted more. I just saw that there was a lot more, and I felt as though like there's a different way to get it. Now, when you were talk, talking about getting, get, going a different route to get, you know, what you truly deserve as far as getting your piece of the American dream, was there a certain individual? Was there a certain situation? Was there a turning point where you were growing up, you realized, you know what, I don't want to be like those people that I surround myself with, or I don't want to go ahead and repeat history like the men in my family have? Um, I think it was this one gentleman who uh, became my sister's godfather. His name was uh, Sir John. He owned a bar. Um, that's how I know him as. He owned a bar. He was a college professor. Very nice gentleman. You know what I mean? Um, knew my family very well. He was somewhat of a mentor to me because he he pushed me to do a lot of things. He showed me, like, he gave me my first job pretty much. I worked at his bar. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So he gave me the opportunity to work at his bar. He gave me the opportunity. He goes, oh, you have comic books that you want to sell. He goes, oh, guess what? You can sell them in front of the the bar if you wanted to. And that's how my hustle started. Like, I always wanted to sell things. I always found ways of avenues of money. So when it came to meeting your mentor, what are some things outside of bartending did you learn from this individual? What are some some traits, some some skills, anything that that you learned at that time of your life? Well, it wasn't about bartending. It was about the getting up, the schedule, to get up in the morning at an early age. He taught me to get up early, open up the bar, fill up this, fill up that, make sure this is clean, make sure that. It was a routine. It taught me a routine hmm. at an early age to be able to do these certain things. And if you have a routine, your day is a lot easier. And then with the routine, there there's some gratification that you get out of it. You have something that you do that it didn't affect anybody in any way, but it just made my day, I think, more simpler. Like I just felt like I was I can control those things. If I get up and do these things, I control them. If this is not done, this is not done, it's nobody's fault. It was my job to do it, so I did it. So I mean from from the looks of what you're explaining, there are a lot of people who <clears throat> get the opportunity to, you know, go straight, make money the right way. But with your newfound way of making money and hustling, the type of hustling that you have to pay taxes on have you ever had any instances that try to kind of pull you back? It does. You have to understand, like, once again, the environment I'm in, the easy money is right there. Friends and family are right there to offer you things all the time. Till this day, I'll get offered drugs to sell and without no strings attached because, hey, we've known each other for years. I know you're a good guy. That's not something that you do. I know you can make that money. 
but I still choose to work hard for what I want. I feel as though there's something good about the honest work that I do at times. I get some gratification out of knowing that, yeah, it's a retail job or anything like that that I have currently, but I get to connect with individuals that I never got to connect with. Mm. And then not only my retail job, but my hustle that has not given me income yet, but it has given me income. As in, I say, like, self-wealth. Like, it's helping me become a better person. So which which other form of income, non-income, what are you talking about in this respect? We're talking about the... So not my retail job, but now that I do uh, podcasts. And I think that's something that, every like I said before, um, everybody has their one thing that they're good at. And I feel as though talking has always been my thing. And connecting with people and learning their stories and growing from their stories. And the reason why I felt as though like this could be the catalyst of the storytellings that I hear from other people in their nine to fives is because how can I ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself? So do you feel like with the knowledge that you've gotten ever since you grew up in a certain, in a lower socioeconomic environment up Mm -hmm. until now, that the knowledge that you gain has allowed you to go on this path of, I guess, not being the stereotype, not falling into the trap as they call I it. I try not to. Like learning these things as I go and having that sense of you you kind of know right from wrong, but it's just you need to know those things. Like you need to be willing to realize like shit is not going to be easy. The easy money seems like it's easy. The hard money is like, "Oh, it's not really worth it." But there's it's worth it, like I said, in what you get from yourself. Like what you get out of it. Like, you, you can make all the money in the world, but you can be depressed. Or you can make hardly any money, but be happy with where you're at. And I think that's more important. <clears throat> you, your health would be better. I think mentally, like, you would feel better. And if you can connect with whatever you're trying to do, like, you get something out of it. Like, I witnessed a friend of mine who's a DJ. Just last night, his, his smile or the energy that he gets... Not from the money that he's able to receive that night because it was New Year's Eve. He gets about $700 for a couple of hours. Great. Or $800 or whatever. No. It's not about the money. It's about he was playing a song and he looked over and I could see the connection that he had with the audience. That they every track that he was playing, it connected them to something. That it brought him back to something. And I think... That's something that's that's a true connection that that you can't get from like a regular hustle because you're trying to do it for money or you you're trying to do it to to pay whatever. Because I can't knock anybody's hustle, but the thing is, you have to have the right means and there's a reason to it that you're doing it inside. I think there should be more a deeper reason to it, not just for money, because any anything could give you fucking money. I think it's it has to be something deeper inside. And for him, it was connecting with the audience there. For me, it's connecting with the people that I talk to and learning their stories. And for me, growing from it as they grow from reflecting on it. Because that's interesting because when you tuned in to 9 to 5, 
the idea of the podcast is exploring how people try to achieve the American dream, we're basically saying that the hustle does always have to involve making the hustle of some extra cash. It's also the American dream is not a white picket fence. It's just achieving happiness because there are people that come from different walks of life that aren't able to have the same freedoms that we're afforded here in the United States of America. So when you hear these stories coming up later on this season, we will be exploring not just the fact that they are making a little cash, but we'll be talking about other things that they do to give them that sense of just being successful. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, we went ahead and, and broke down kind of like an idea of what Jonathan has kind of been through from when he grew up until today. But Jonathan, can you please explain to people what it takes to be a podcaster? What goes into it? What kind of hard work and um, effort that goes into podcasting? I think the dedication and believing in what you're doing is the right thing you're doing. So everybody has like a nine to five, a hustle or whatever it is, but it's something that you have to believe in. That you're doing this and there's a goal to it, there's a drive to it, there's a feeling inside that that brings you joy. Like I said, like it doesn't matter if it's giving me income. Like that can come later on. But I if I feel good about who I connect with, if I feel good about what I said and I didn't hold that inside, that's amazing. Because there's times in this world now these days we cannot we have to watch what we say, watch what we do. How we, we put our hand there or, or we do something. This is a freedom of speech and I can say whatever I want because it is my opinion. And nobody can judge me for my opinion. And if they do, that's them. That is them. And that's their freedom of speech. But this allows me, this is my way of just putting it out there and letting you think about it. So do you think that anyone can be a podcaster? So no. as far as the mechanics and the works... Um, I guess I should be more specific, specific, but for people who aren't, who are just new to podcasting, can you just give them an idea of the things that, you know, go the into The hard work it? that goes into it? Yeah. Thinking of, a sh- thinking of uh, the, the main topic, then breaking down that main topic. How long do you be able to talk about that topic? Um, are you, do you think that the, the, the audience is really listening? And at what time are you rambling or do you, are you going through a set thing? Like, do you have a beginning, a middle, or end? And like, you honestly, most people can only think about maybe five to ten topics here and there. Then you run out of ideas. Then you run out of that grind. And this is not even, this is just thinking about the show. Now putting it into action, I'm going to be honest with you, without chance, we never would have been able to put it in action. I don't know how to use logic. You have to learn how to use that. You have to edit your audio. You have to make sure it sounds good. It's one thing to put out a podcast. Now, you want it done or you want it done right? Right? You want it done right. So you want to make sure that it's the sound quality. You have great music. You have a good chemistry with whoever you're talking to. Are you going to be talking by yourself? Are you able to handle a conversation by yourself? You know, these are so many things that come into play when you're trying to do this. And people come up to me ever since I started this. Oh, I want to be on it. I want to do it. Do you? Or do you just want to be on an episode? Do you think you, you talk about stuff every day, but are you willing to talk about it right here on the show? Because uh, to be honest, there's sometimes that there is no going back. We record and that is it. Pretty much. Pretty much. 
pretty much. But I'm so glad that you said that because there have been a lot of individuals who um, I told about so about yesterday. They didn't really take it seriously. But then after a while, when they saw that we were building momentum, more episodes came out, that's when they started to take notice. So I will say personally, don't get offended if people don't believe in your dream immediately, whether it might be an actor or a singer or a lawyer. People like to see consistency because we live in a world where people, like Jonathan said, oh, I want to do this and the other. But being consistent, that's definitely number one. It's funny because the people that want to get on the show were, <laughs> were people that didn't want to listen to the show. So it's just fun. Life is just funny. But I go, go ahead, Jonathan. As far as you being where you are now, and seeing everything that you are accomplishing and things we're about to accomplish, did you ever think, like five years ago, shoot, even a year ago, that you'd be where you are today? Recording your first episode for your second podcast. No. I always had that dream inside. That That's funny, because I always had a dream, and I was telling you earlier, of having a show... That was like Mr. Rogers and everything. I had these ideas. I always wanted to be on a show. I always wanted to do something like that. I think deep down inside, that's something I always want to do. People want to be a cop, be that. And I wanted to be those things. But deep down inside, I always wanted to connect with an audience because this is something that can be remembered. Like I, I, I say, like death is inevitable. It's going to happen. But to be remembered, this is something I could be remembered for. This is, no matter what, my audio is going to be out there. No matter what, it's going to be trapped in some database somewhere around the world. Somebody else is listening to it. Anybody around the world or any any planet who can tap into our shit to be able to listen to it. That's going to be remembered. There's nothing that can be taken away from that. And that's that. I think that's what makes, makes it more important to me. So, I mean, I've noticed that when I first met you, you know, you're a very quiet guy, but I feel like over time with you going and doing this podcast, it has created a springboard for you to be a little bit more creative as well. Uh, so once again, I mean, we, Jonathan was saying, you know, a year ago, he was thinking about doing a podcast. And if you're thinking about doing something, if you write it down and having a plan, that's the best way to kind of follow your dreams and be a good business person. But don't just fucking do the plan. You have to follow through. You have to be accountable for yourself. Like, having a job is great. I have, like I said, I have a 401k. I got medical. I got all dental. I got all that shit. That is great. That is American dream. That is one of the American dreams for most people. To have all those stability but now to find that thing that makes you happy, to find that thing that allows you to be who you want to be and who you truly are meant to be, that's another thing. And like that, that's what I'm doing here. And if you have the ability to go in a time machine and give advice to your like 12 year old self, knowing what you know now, seeing where you are, what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself to Focus more on me. Focus more on me because and then if I would have focused more on me, I would have focused more on my dream. Mm. And if I focused more on my dream, I would have been there sooner. But things work out how they work out. Like I'm learning that. It didn't, it's not it is what it is. 
is becoming what I want it to be. It sounds weird. It sounds like I'm throwing words, but no. Because it is what it is. It's just accepting your fate. I'm not going to accept my fate. I'm going to make it what I want it to be because I'm going to push myself to do these things that I thought I would never do. I'm going to push myself to do things that people doubt that I can do. And it's not because they doubt it. It's because they never followed their dream. So they don't expect me to follow mine. So guess what? I'm going to do what they expect me or they expect themselves not to do. So, I mean, before we go, I really appreciate you being very candid about your journey. And from the 9 to 5 show, uh, we definitely try to explore people's, you know, dash from when they're growing up all the way up to where they are right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there anything that you probably want to leave off with? Any any final thoughts to share with people that are listening right now? Future entrepreneurs, any advice you can give them? Follow your dream. Don't don't allow people to make decisions for you. Um, and be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. If you believe this is what you're meant to do or you have somewhat of an understanding, put those people who believe in you in that circle. Cut out all the other shit. The people who don't see the, the, the dream that you have or they see a dream in you, take those people who believe in you. And it might be a small or it might be one or it might be none at the time. And then that's what you have to do to be on your own to do the things that you want to do to pursue your dream. Do it. Because then you'll just be doing the regular nine to five and not not living it. And you should be living it because if you don't, you're just you're, you're doomed to just repeat and not leave an impact on the world. Because honestly, everybody wants to leave an impact on the world. It depends on how you want to do it. I don't want to just be another fucking stain there that was no no different from the last one. I want to be I want to be different. That's all she wrote. So thank you for listening to the inaugural episode of Nine to Five. You can catch us next week as we will be bringing more stories to you. So until that time. You can check out So About Yesterday or Sipping Liberty and uh, kill some time with some other content. But uh, just remember, it's never too late to get your piece of the pie. <laughs>